When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! Guys, guess what? Nationals is in Columbus this year. That's awesome! Can I stay at your place? Sure! I call the washing machine. It's Pucko! Pucko! It's Pucko! Pucko! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah. Fuck go! Grab your friends, it's that time Stop again. again. Listen to the show with the phone Fuck never ends. Right. It's Fuck go! Fuck go! Oh yeah. Fuck go! And welcome to the 219th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my co-hosts, Shemu and Sublime. And we're here to bring you another exciting episode of the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we are also a Pokemon community, and an awesome one at that, where we do tournaments, we battle, we hang out, and we do all these cool Pokemon-like things, right? I think that's a good summary, right? Close enough. We need, we need a tagline, you know, something that like I can re- read out every single time. <laughs> we can work on that. <laughs> we should. We should, honestly. Maybe. <laughs> so I guess I'll ask you guys what I ask everybody uh what I ask everybody every week. What have you been up to in Pokemon lately? How about you, Shamu? It's been a while since we've had you on. Oh yeah, um UTC and stuff and all that. It's pretty <laughs> much been all my Pokemon and I am now in the loser's bracket. <laughs> the UTC, for those of <laughs> so. you who don't know, is, uh, if you're new oh, yeah. to the show, is the Ultimate Underground Tournament of Champions, which is this annual OU tournament that we run on the Puckle website, where there are prizes for it, and I keep meaning to make a video for it, and I keep forgetting because I'll get sidetracked by podcast things. But there are cool prizes, I promise. There are, I promise. And if you actually participate in all of your battles, we, there's like a random drawing for the... I keep forgetting to make a vi- I'd mentioned it in the last podcast, but I keep- I need to make a video for it. I need to do it today. So maybe I'll do it right after this, but I have a few things I'm trying to get to today. So we'll see. Hopefully we'll get it done because I have all the prizes. They're like right here next to me. I have, uh, I have this like Charizard plush. It's kind of derpy because it's not like Pokemon licensed, but it looks like a giant Charizard. 
And I have a Celebi plush that Yushiro donated, actually. It's really nice. It's from the Pokemon Center in, uh, in Seattle. The Pokemon Center, by the Pokemon Center in Seattle, I mean the Pokemon Center vending machine in Seattle. And I also have, um, a set of Gen 1 badges, which look really nice. They're just pins. So the way this always works in the UTC is that the winner gets first choice of the three. The second place gets the next choice of the three. And then the third item that we have left over, we randomly pick somebody who's actually participated in all those battles. Somebody who hasn't, like, been disqualified for not showing up to their battles or something like that. That's and pretty much the one requirement is if you get... Yeah. You, you don't... The, the requirements are you lost before the first before the final round. And uh, two, you actually participated in all your battles. And then you're put in a random drawing, and we pull out the name, and that person gets the third item. That's how it works. It's pretty nice, though. Yeah. It's pretty nice. So you get something just for playing, you know what I mean? And it's not like it's a huge pool of people. Uh, how about yeah. you, Sublime? What have you been up to? Um, Since last week, the only major thing that's happened is I finally caught a, a naive Rayquaza. Ooh, that's not bad, actually. Not bad. Yeah, at I had all. Adamant, I had Jolly, and I just got naive to add to my collection. Ooh, are the IVs good? Yes, yes, they are. Uh, um, are they? Perfect HP, perfect attack, special attack speed, almost perfect special um, special defense. The only one that's in the mid twenties is defense. Ooh, that's not even bad. Like that's just mid twenties. That's, that's fairly good. Yeah, if it's mid twenties, yeah. Mid twenties isn't that bad. Not that that's bad at fairly all. Fairly good. I mean. Also, it's Rayquaza, so if something's going to kill it, it's going to kill it regardless of what its defense is. Right, because, I mean, if you spam Dragon Ascent, you're just... Yeah. Like, the defenses almost don't even matter. No, they really don't. They really don't. Because if something's going to take it out, it's going to take it out. Like, Geomancy Xerneas is going to take it out. And uh, Golduck is going to take it out. But, mm-hmm, it's really cool. I That's actually really, really cool. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, that's so for... I caught that for the VGC, so we'll be making a team with it soon. Ooh, that sounds fun. I need to get with you for VGCs. I'm getting, like, more into it. Uh, I'm actually playing in the International Challenge right now. It'll be over by the time the show's up, but I think... I, I haven't played, like... You're allowed to play it to, like, 45 matches total or something like that? That's an insane number of matches. So I've only played about 15 right now. And so I have a record of, like... Right now, I think... I think I'm, like, 12 and whatever else I'm missing. Three? Or no, no, I'm definitely not 12. Uh, it's, like, maybe 10 and 5. I'd say 10 and 5. But Which isn't too bad. That means I'm winning more than I'm losing, right? That's yeah. really nice. I mean, my goal was to be, like, rank 1600. I'm not exactly sure what I am right now. I'd like to be rank 1600 before it's over. If you don't know the way Nintendo's ranking system works, it's, like... 1,500 and higher is better than average, and then lower than 1,500 is lower than average. 1,500 is the base point. Isn't, like, mm-hmm. I forget what the base point is on uh, Showdown. Is it's it a like thousand. A thousand? It's right, a thousand. so just imagine that, but with 500 more. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you can actually go below 1,500 on Pokemon's ladder, and not, unlike Showdown, you can't go below 1,000. So, it's, but it's it's a good time. I mean, I just want to be at 1,600 on Pokemon's ladder, and I'd be pretty happy, because their ladder ladder's a lot more, a lot uh, ladder's more, uh, it's not as fast as Showdown's ladder. Laddering up it. 
Um, but I've I've been running the the grand old Groudon Xerneas legendary core, which I think a, I think a vast majority of people are running Xerneas and one of the primals. Uh, got Mega Kangaskhan. I'm not running Mega Kangaskhan. I'm instead he running that core. Huh? He's like perfect for those two. I don't know. I really like running Mega Salamence with him. Oh yeah, a lot of teams run Mega Salamence and Mega Kangaskhan. Uh, I'm not running Mega Kangaskhan as well. And you just pick which one's more appropriate. I I I'm running like I'm running like those three are my super offensive Pokemon, and then I'm running like three super supportive Pokemon. In the fact, in the way that like I'm running a Life Herd without any real attacks. It's running like Fake Out, Foul Play, Fake Tears, and what's the fourth move? Encore. Uh, Encore. Yep. Better be encore. It's got to be encore. <laughs> that was that was harder to obtain than I thought it would be. Getting a prankster lifeguard like that—that that was much harder than I thought it would be. That's it's a couple, three of those moves are mo- are uh, egg moves first of all, and that was and not all of them can come from the same parent. Um, on top of that, I'm running Crobat with Super Fang. It's, I think it's like the super uh, standard Crobat set for VGC 16. It's like Super Fang. And tailwind, taunt, tailwind, taunt, and yeah, and uh, quick guard. I'm running quick guard as well. It helps out against Mega Kangaskhan <laughs> a lot. And Smeargle. And Smeargle. It, oh my gosh, this Crobat shuts down Smeargle. It shuts down Smeargle because yeah. you can taunt it, and even if it dark, if it's a choice guard Smeargle and it outruns you, um, I'm holding the Lumberry, <laughs> so I'll wake right up and I'll taunt it right after it uses Dark Void. It it just shuts down Smeargle though. It's amazing. I like Smeargle has given me no problems. I'm waiting to see the meta to develop to the point where once again like Smeargle gets kicked out of it. Which uh it seems to happen every year, right? Am I am I mistaking that? Like Smeargle seems to me to always get kind of kicked out of the meta. Smeargle and, is like something that people complain about but everyone has an answer to. So it yeah. usually never does really well. It's doing a lot better this year. Oh yeah, I I think it's like, doing sh- it's like the fifth most common Pokemon right now. Really? It's, it's yeah. I I think it's, it's definitely common. it's definitely doing a lot better this year. I I can say that. I see a lot more Smeargle than I have in the past. And Shamu's just over here like I understand none of this. And <laughs> Oh well. Uh but yeah, and then I think the last one I'm running is Ferrothorn just to kind of it helps out a lot against uh Primal Kyogre and Ferrothorn is like an awesome counter to Primal Kyogre and Xerneas. Yeah, Especially he... because it'll one shot the Xerneas after it gets a Oh Geomancy yeah, after it gets a Geomancy, it's just gone. And you know, and it it stalls out Kyogre pretty well cuz Kyogre's typically just running a bunch of water moves and ice beam. And that that's really helpful actually. It's really really helpful. Um, yeah, so I think that's, that's, that's my entire roster. It's, it's going well though. I mean, it's a good team. It's common, but it works. Yeah, it's very common. I'm not saying, I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to like do anything except get some practice on the cartridge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Against some competitive people and just see where I would be. It's good to know that I'm not like below average. I'm really happy to know that. And that I can actually understand the meta to some extent. I'm still figuring it out. It's just like any meta though. I mean, I need to I need to play a lot more VGC. I might need to play a lot more OU just to get back into it because I fell out of OU for a few months when I was on my little cup spree, and so I'm I'm a little rusty in both. But I hope to this year, like New Year's resolution was get better at like big tiers in Pokemon, <laughs> and not just be the little cup <laughs> champion. Even though being the little cup champion is a lot of fun. 
Uh, <laughs> Look up with a fun meta. It's a it, it is. Game. It's a really fun meta. It doesn't. It looks change really that much. fun. It doesn't change that much, which is probably the saddest thing. But um, I don't know. I need to. I need to really get into Nintendo's Little Cup meta because at nationals, which we'll talk about here later in the news, they actually have. Uh, they actually have like Little Cup side tournaments, and their meta doesn't allow you to use Eevee Light, and you can only use Level Five Pokemon or something like that. And so their meta is different uh, than. Maybe, the, maybe I'll make a team for that. Yeah, it's a little bit different than like the normal uh Pokemon meta. I definitely have lots yeah. of ideas for it, like lots of ideas for it because you can run a lot of things that will that will cause problems. Oh, uh, I bet it doesn't yeah, ban things, does it? Hmm? It does it does it, it doesn't ban anything really. Yeah. So like you d- you can run things like Hello, Sneasel. <laughs> yeah, you can run Sizer. Um I there are some Pokemon that I would run over Sizer. Or Scyther. Yeah, I'm thinking Scissor. Um, so there's definitely some Pokemon I run over that. But let's not talk too much about Little Cup. <laughs> um, so let's let's actually let's go to the news. There's a lot of cool things to talk about there. So let's kick it on over to the news. Cue the epic music. And on to the news. There's actually a lot of news to talk about this week. It's uh, After having that like really lowly news time, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. So first, let's get into some little stuff. Uh, I think the little thing that we're going to mention, if you, you've seen the episode topic already, if, you, if you're listening to the episode, we're going to talk about Detective Pikachu as our topic today. Just kind of speculating and thinking about what direction this game is going to go in. And... So we'll we'll mention that later. So just letting you know, we didn't forget about Detective Pikachu. It's a thing. Uh, another thing that's going on though is since Pokemon is bought thirty seconds of Super Bowl commercial time, they released the commercial, an extended version of the commercial actually, on on uh, YouTube, and it's it's a very interesting com- commercial. It's not advertising any one of their own products. It's more of just like a hype video for Pokemon. You know what I mean? For the twenty year anniversary. Yeah. It's it's just a very hype commercial. Like, hey, Pokemon's twenty years old yeah. this year. We're not gone. <laughs> Here, we can make this really epic commercial. And it's got so many Go little vibe. it's got so many little uh Easter eggs in it if you like stop it and you catch the frames. It's a very good commercial. I, I mean I, I really like that what they did with the commercial. As as far as hype goes, beautiful commercial. Right? You have you have these kids that are just like, yeah, I'm going to be the very best like no one ever was. And they even had the like no one ever was on top of like when the football players are walking through. Mm-hmm. The volcano badges on their helmets. The chess pieces that the girl is playing with. Yeah. Uh, the kings are Nitto kings. And you have uh, you have a surf um, a surf advertisement that says learn to surf HM3. You have a Moo Milk advertisement, a Rare Candy advertisement. Wow, I'm gonna have to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, it, there's just so I, many. I didn't th- see those too. There, there those. are so many. That's when the uh, Japanese guy is like, "I can do that too." And I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's just like, "I can do that." I can do that. <laughs> it's so cool because honestly, honestly, at least for me, it this hits me really good well because that's the way I see Pokemon. It's I can do that. Like VGCs, yeah, you have your big names like Wolf Glick and. You know, um, what's the guy that won Worlds? Ray Rizzo. Um, you have your big names, right, in v- the VGC, right? But 
it's always somebody different winning worlds now. And it's just, you always get new names every year of people winning, like, nationals or something like that. And it's just like, I can do that. And you know what? It's a real possibility for a newcomer to come in and topple somebody that's very well known in Pokemon, right? And that, I mean, that... Right? <laughs> I think... Legitimately, Pokemon's like a random game. It's like, they're, they're, that's why. The only reason that it is the way that it is that anyone can win is because of the luck factors. There, there are luck factors. That's a whole other I think, conversation. I think, I think that, I mean, we could definitely do an entire episode on luck factors. But maybe we, we'll put that one in the episode bank. Uh, the topic bank. But the, the luck factors are definitely there. And I think it's the right amount of luck, though, that's in there. It's enough that you can give somebody who's like it's it's a confidence boost you know to be able to beat if it's if i were to beat wolf glick i would have a very huge confidence boost even if it's because my rock slide flinched every single time and and you crit and i like, got like a crit you needed to right yeah exactly if if that's the reason i won i'd still feel pretty hyped you know yeah and that's that's all i'm saying <laughs> i'd be pretty hyped if i beat wolf glick like that or anybody else right which yeah, it's a it's a good commercial. I think if you haven't already watched it, I think you should go ahead and watch it. If you want to be hyped for Pokemon 2016, it's still a little sad that it wasn't a Z announcement. But as I said, my last prediction before I give up predicting Pokemon Z is going to be the twenty like the twentieth the actual twentieth anniversary we get a Pokemon Direct and they announce a new game, and then after that I don't know anymore. I'm just done. <laughs> well, they have to do something with. Zygarde, since, like, the anime's already up to him. Not not even that. Well, the, the anime doesn't start in the United States until February 20th, I believe. It doesn't pick back up. And so the Zygarde stuff hasn't really started in the anime yet in the United States. But it will. It will. It's definitely been going on in Japan. So Japan's definitely just been sitting waiting for it. Not to mention Pokemon Picross. There are codes already, so you can get both 10% and 100% form Zygarde. So that's something to consider. Uh, I already have them because I looked up all the codes. And I've also been playing way too much Pokemon Picross lately. But that's, I haven't th- touched it yet myself. That's, that's a story for another day. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a story for another day. Uh, so we just mentioned, we just talked a very long time about the Pokemon Super Bowl commercial. Let's shift gears a little bit. We are going to be shifting gears to what uh, new other news there is is that Pokemon Nationals, for the first time, is actually move locations. I think, well, this is the second time it's moved locations, I believe. I believe the first time Pokemon Nationals ever existed, it was in Hawaii. And then it moved to Indianapolis, and it stayed there for like eight years. But now this year, it's in Columbus, Ohio. It used to be in Columbus, Ohio, actually. There was one year it was in Columbus, then it went to Indianapolis. We're going back to Columbus. That's fine. Can we just stay in Columbus for like the next at least three years? Because that would make my travel way easier. And then after that, we can move it to, like, St. Louis or something. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> let's, just, let's just do that. But uh, you know, um, for those of you who listen to the show, you probably know, or at least have picked up, that I live in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> so this this is good news for PuckleCon. For uh, PuckleCon, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be... PuckleCon's going to be in Columbus, Ohio this year, not in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, PuckleCon, for those of you who are new to the show, new to the community, and maybe want to get involved or are thinking about coming to Nationals, it's literally it's literally just the Puckle people go to Nationals. That's literally what it is. But we also hang out and we do a lot of fun things. So don't get uh, don't get too dismayed. Um, so if you want to like hang out with us at 
Pokemon Nationals. Uh, just shoot us an email. Shoot us a tweet at us. Do anything. Just let us know. I'm trying to get a head count because we're thinking about doing some things like, uh, since I live in Columbus, we were thinking of having people over and just doing a cookout or something, which would be a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, yeah, definitely. And we could, of course, like do Pokemon tournaments or something there as well, but it would be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So I think I hit everything about Pokemon Nationals being moved, right? I believe so. Nothing. Nothing else is exciting. Nobody else is new ex- location. Yeah, not as exciting. No, nobody's as excited about it as I am. I, like as soon as I heard, I was making plans like right away, <laughs> trying to get a get. I I texted uh, I texted Misty and I'm like, so how many people can we have stay at our apartment? <laughs> <laughs> how many people will you let me have stay at our uh, at our at our apartment? And so we we've definitely booked most of it. If if you're okay with sleeping on a floor. There may or may not be room still. I haven't like measured out my floor space, but we already have. I think like eight people. Hmm. What'd you say? Do you have a laundry room? I do. You have okay. So like my washer and dryer in the master bedroom. It's weird. Oh, that's kind of creepy. Then it's really it's really loud and annoying when you try to do laundry at night. You know, it's awful. But that's just my life. I think right now though we have a uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people trying to stay at my apartment right now. We have like four to five things for people to sleep on that aren't the floor. <laughs> so people are definitely sleeping on the floor. <laughs> oh, I will man. probably be one of those. <laughs> <gasps> All right. Oh, I just okay. yeah. What, what were you gonna say, Shamu? Um, I don't know if we've done like talked about Pokemon Center. I'm just. Oh yeah, go for it looking at it right now and i'm just seeing so many cute things like they have the um we are goomy they have a playmat now oh yeah this like, was a long time ago they added all of this goomy stuff tcg stuff uh yeah like just all i don't know but stuff. no now they have like a playmat card sleeve yeah yeah i saw that stuff on here mm-hmm. all i know um, is they got rid of the fennekin mug i wanted before i bought it so i'm bitter <laughs> i mean yeah i could understand that i've just seeing all these card sleeves and stuff and a lot of that stuff comes back and... though like they they do bring back stuff yeah They've like, got this Magikarp line, or now this is like potential. Mm-hmm. Dot dot dot. Just Magikarp. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> I want to spend so much money. I, I there's too much stuff I want. Like, yeah, no, there's this, there's a lot that I want from oh, them. Uh, let's see. Spend, uh, moving the, moving uh, on from Pokemon Center though, Shamu, because there's so much more yeah, to get to. I, we oh, have no. we have a new battle competition. So if you're looking to get play points to compete at nationals, I believe you need about five. That's what it was last year. Play points, are, uh, you get them from competing in these online tournaments or from even participating by just going to your league, a league in town or something. It's very easy for TCG players to rack these up. Not so easy for VGC players to rack these up. But they do online battle competitions, so currently we have the international challenge going on. But next month we will be having the, I believe it's called the Kanto Classic, which is what it's called in Japan right now. So the name could change when we finally get an announcement in the U.S., the Kanto Classic, though, allows you to use all 151 Pokemon. Minus Mew and, and Mewtwo. Mewtwo. Yes. Uh, you cannot use items on your Pokemon, though, either, which is just Gen 1. And so registration runs from February 25th to March 5th, and then battles run from March 4th through March 6th. Uh, if you participate, though, you get a special Dragonite. It's based on Lance's Dragonite from G- uh, Red and Blue, and it knows... Catch this, it's level 62... It knows Agility, Slam, Barrier, and Hyper Beam. So uh, it never actually was able to learn Barrier ever until now. <laughs> like this oh, is the wait, only really? way. 
Yeah, this is the only way you can get a barrier Dragonite. Oh no, I know. Isn't that silly? That is. That's really silly. Uh, because barrier was never allowed to be learned by Dragonite, and it's uh, it Lance knew it, but Lance broke a lot of rules. He had some under level Dragonites as well. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, so I think that's it for that. And then finally, we got some Chandelure uh, footage for Pocket Fighters. Is it Pocket or Pokin? We had this conversation, right? I haven't decided if it's Pocket or Pokin. I went to GameStop and I read, I like, or it's not Pocket Fighters, it's Pocket Tournament. I keep getting this wrong. Uh, but I keep, I went to GameStop, pre-ordered it, and the guy didn't even know what to call it, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know really either. I would think. I would... I just think Pokemon Fighter because Pokemon. Yeah, that's what Pokemon I would think, right? Yeah. That's what I was Pokemon, thinking as well. Pokemon. Pokemon. So I don't I think like they would Pokemon. change. I don't think they would make a Pokken for Pokemon. No. Like, I, I like Pokemon. Pokemon, I think would be CK. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. But Pokemon tournament or Pokemon tournament, we've got Chandelure footage, which is really oh, cool. Shit. So it shows like Chandelure's moves, and it's really Shamu. silly. Shamu knows more about it. Go Shamu. It's just like it like dances around and stuff, and just like. It's in the Japanese version, though, because the thing's name is different, so it's like it's got these, like, high-pitched cries. Mm-hmm. It's just so adorable, but it seems so trolly, because it, like, dances around, like, it just reminds, like, kind of like the carnival, and, oh, it's just, I love it. I, love it. <laughs> so, I... I never knew what a chandelure smiling would look like until now. <laughs> I'm just it's very just excited for this game. Adorable. I'm very excited for this it... game. Also, some news about Poke Tournament that's, uh, that's very interesting to me. Is that there is a Pokin tournament? I believe oh. I think they're calling it a circuit, or what is it called? It's uh, it's a championship series. So they will have Pokin oh, at right, both Evo? nationals and worlds this year. It's also going to Evo, which yeah. is a huge poke, uh fighting game competition, which occurs every summer. So it's Evo is just after nationals. It's like the fifteenth to the seventeenth, I believe, in July, and. Oh. They they typically have like Smash Brothers and it was a big year for it's a big thing for like Smash Brothers Wii U because it's there, and now Pokin is just like it's gonna be there. That's kind of cool. It's gonna be I... the new like main competition. So you have the video mm-hmm. game, the card game, and now you're gonna have Pokin like on, top on of their that. level in terms yeah. of like things you can yeah. participate in. Yeah, that's so exciting though. I in, like yeah. I I think I mentioned this before, right? The 2011, like, v- VGCs was so much smaller compared to going to it last year in 2015. Like, it's just, it's it's exponentially grown. And the yeah. the IRL competition scene for Pokemon, whether it be the trading card game or the VGC, is just growing so fast. And it's really exciting. Really, really exciting. And it's one of the things that I'm really excited that I don't have to travel to go to this year. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty happy about it though. It's gonna be a good time. Definitely gonna be a good time. Alright then. So let's see, what else is going on? Um I think that's it in the news. I think we've covered pretty much everything. So we will kick it on after this short break to the uh the main topic. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. 
And if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And on to the topic today. Our topic today is Pikachu Detective. The Pikachu Detective game is something that kind of came out of the blue all of a sudden. Um, we have not heard any kind of U.S. announcement on Detective Pikachu, which is really sad. But it's uh, it's back in 2013, we heard about this game where Pikachu's a detective and some studios developing it and the Pikachu talks. And now we uh, now we have that game. Apparently, it's just going to be released on February 3rd in Japan, so there's obviously going to be more information about it later this week. But I think it's a good time to talk about it, just because it's in this it's in this zone where we don't exactly know oh, what's wow, happening. We have synopses, and we have some game footage. First of all, Pikachu's really creepy, and his voice is, like, really low and out of character for a Pikachu. But... <laughs> this Pikachu, like, is so weird. <laughs> It's really creepy like, too. Like, Wait, do you have the, do you have that, that description for what Nintendo would make? Do you have that description I... about him bringing like women back yeah, to his apartment? Okay. Because um, that one's hilarious. Pikachu likes coffee and asks Tim to invite attractive women over for tea, but is weak around them. <laughs> Detective Pikachu, due to being able to talk, cannot use any moves and isn't very fast. Like, there's more too, but like. That's Sorry, hilarious. Those are, those are probably the main selling points, I think, right? I Maybe think... Meowth taught him to talk. No, like... It'd be silly if, like, Meowth was in this game somehow, just to tie it into, like, the anime. Meowth is such a sleuth, too, so it should be fitting. It would be. It actually would be if this tied into the anime at all. It'd be silly well, it if, like, there's an episode sense, of the anime. But they... Yeah. Oh, into this. Oh my they... gosh. Meowth can use moves, and it's fast. This thing, though, it... This peak... You can't use any right. moves, and it's not fast. So That's why I'm like, really, what's Pikachu's be, excuse? Because like... Meowth can speak and still attack, <laughs> so you have no excuses, like... Pikachu. No, he doesn't. He has zero <laughs> excuses. It's it's very uh, it's very, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. It's I. So first of all, let's let's mention that there is a pe- petition going around the internet right now <laughs> that is petitioning that Danny DeVito <laughs> voiced Detective Pikachu in the U.S. Uh, I think it's very silly. I do not think it's going to happen. I'd, I'd rather have Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey would be like, that just as good. Much more entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like I just love that high pitched voice. It just, I think it would be better. Yeah, Gilbert Gottfried's not a bad idea. I would be a hundred percent down with Gilbert Gottfried being the voice of Detective Pikachu. <laughs> just like a really loud, crass voice. <laughs> It's, a, it's already a loud voice in the Japanese version. I think I, I think Danny DeVito is a so good like, fit too. It, it like, Detective different. Pikachu looks exactly like Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> they use they use his face for the facial recognition. <laughs> Be too late for that now. I don't know. I, the, I think I think the first question is: Do you guys think this game is actually going to come to the U.S.? I kind of doubt it. Maybe. I, I feel like this might be one of those things that just never comes to the U.S. It was announced very abruptly and for the Japanese audience only right away. I mean, I know there's going to be some voicing issues for the for the U.S. Yeah. Like, they have to record all the dialogue again. You probably just have to see. Yeah. I, I think it's definitely, if it does come to the U.S., it's going to be a very long wait. I, I, I don't see this being a main game that they're going to be working on. I'd much rather have them working on, like I say, Pokemon yeah. Z. But this could be something just like I think ba- the band of a band yeah. of thieves and a thousand Pokemon. Even though that was a much that was a free game, I believe, and what? But it was only in Japan, 
and never did anything else unless you were in Japan. I believe it's only ten dollars too, though, so I don't mm-hmm. think we'll really. It's not like a big game or anything. No, it's definitely not. not. And it, it seems like value anyways. they've been working on it for a while, apparently, since we saw about saw it in uh, in twenty thirteen. You know what I mean? They've yeah. definitely been working on it for a while. I'm trying um, to find the exact price. It's twelve dollars. It's twelve dollars. Okay. What what is it in yen? Do you know what it is in yen? It says that. Wait, this uh. I believe it's. In oh wait, no, it's, it's it's twelve. It's, it's twelve hundred yen. I think it says. It, it's it's fifteen hundred yen for retail, twelve hundred if you preload it. Okay, so. So you get like three bucks off, I think. That's not that bad though. That's not bad at all. And it's in the U.S. No. I'd like really. I'd like to see it come to the U.S., but I could see it. Being, I don't know what kind of gameplay do you think it's going to be. I. Think it looks like film noir meets Pokemon. Yeah. I feel I feel like they have to be. Probably just be searching around for. I don't know. I could see like a Professor Layton-y thing, right? Kind of. You probably search around for clues and stuff, and just or even even just like, oh look, it, there's a trash can with a footprint. I could I see it know. being Phoenix Wright without the fun parts of Phoenix Wright. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Where you have to like go collect the evidence before you can go to trial. Yeah, I, I could see it being like the not fun parts of Phoenix Wright. <laughs> I, I guess it, it. I I don't know. It depends on what it is. So, oh, it's called Detective Pikachu, Birth of a New Duo. I hope this doesn't mean there's going to be more of them. Oh my gosh, there's a screenshot of the Pikachu in a car wearing a seatbelt. That's hilarious. Okay, never mind. This game just made my day. Just the screen, like, I don't even need to buy the game. I just want all of the screenshots. My favorite is the one where they're, like, looking at a Murkrow. I'm like, what did that Mur- What? <laughs> that Murkrow's evil. It's a, it's a exactly, dark Exactly, because okay? when you think of, like, a detective, you like, Murkrow fits that image aesthetically. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, they're like not looking monster. at it. They're holding its feather. And so like it looks like they're incriminating that Murkrow. Wait. Oh, <laughs> it looks like they're incriminating that Murkrow. These these screenshots are all on Cerebi.com oh. as well if uh, if you're interested in taking a look. They also have the screenshots from it back in 2013 yeah. when it was on the TV show. Oh so God. you can see all of the very uh, pre-released Wait. images of the, of the <laughs> gameplay. I think it's a picture of it crying. <laughs> I see them holding it, and it's like it's like it's got that really like like nasty crying face. Yeah, it does. I don't know. It's it. I think there's a lot more emotions for Pikachu than we've ever seen before in this yeah. game, which is, I guess, something that we weren't expecting, right? Yeah, we weren't expecting to see such an animated I don't think Pikachu. It was like really, I think that's the main thing. There were, yeah. And I I don't know. I there's feel like there's a shuckle in one of them. The one with the truck in it. Or the... Yeah, the shuckle in there, little shuckle hidden in the background. I could totally see this going as just going into Pokemon notoriety and becoming another Hey You Pikachu type thing. Yeah, where everybody's also, like, "Yeah, this um, game existed. Let's not talk about it anymore." They also mentioned it's quick time events. What do you mean so by quick time events? They have quick time events in the game. Like you might have to press A at a certain point. Or oh, okay, like that quick time event. Like there's one of the pictures shows it too. Hmm. This is like like an A and like a ring. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I think it's it. very interesting that, that this is uh this is definitely that this is a thing. Yeah, I I, did I think not... if it does well, then Pikachu can literally do anything. Yeah, you can, it, it, it'd be like Hello Kitty or something. Like you can put Pikachu on anything, any type of game, and it would be accepted. I honestly would not. I I wouldn't be surprised if that was not already true. Honest, because they've done it so many other times. They've slapped so many games together with a Pokemon coat of paint, right? 
you have, let's see, Pokemon Picross. That's just Picross with the Pokemon coat of paint. Let's be honest. We have, let's see, so there's Picross, there's there's those puzzle games. The First of all, the puzzle game that came out in the United States for the N64. The only, like, North American exclusive Pokemon game. That that was literally a puzzle game with a Pokemon coat of paint. And these there are plenty of these games. And they sell well. They sell phenomenally well. I I just I don't know. I just don't know anymore. It's it's definitely I I would really like to see we because we're getting a lot of game releases this year for Pokemon, but none of them are what we like what I want. You know what I mean? I I really just want one main series game. If you're gonna do Pokemon 20th anniversary right, give me a main series game. And I haven't seen that. I also haven't seen a lot of hype for Pokemon in the United States. You know what I mean? We got the announcement on, like, a Nintendo Direct once or twice. And it got, like, a couple of minutes. But that's just me. I mean, I, I, they, they did very poorly, I think, as well with Super Mystery Dungeon, if you recall. Like, they, they also did, they only, they only, uh, what, is, what am I looking to say? They only did very, they did very little marketing for that game. And I'm wondering, I don't know. I, I don't know what Nintendo's thinking anymore. <laughs> it's it's definitely very weird. I don't know what your opinions of it are, though. I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> it's, I do agree, though. It's like, Pokemon hadn't really been advertised. It's just like, hey, it's the game. Look, we mm-hmm. got a new character. We're not yeah. the new one here. And they just kind of let the hype build. It's like, they let us... I think, I think this definitely will be... Really. I think this game will get mentioned in the Pokemon Direct if there is one this year, this month. I would like to see this. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if we got a Pokemon Direct somewhere, I believe, the, uh, when... Which game comes out? It comes out, I believe, the 22nd or something, the re-release of Red and Blue or the 21st. Oh, um... It's one of those two, and... Let me look real quick. I think that sounds right. I wouldn't be surprised if we got... If we got, if they were just like, hey, Detective Pikachu's coming to the U.S. as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is... Wait, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I looked I looked at it, and it popped up with original release dates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. I can't find it real. I'm trying to find it, but I can't. <laughs> I don't know what else there is to really say about this game, though. There's not, there's not that much. It's we don't know a lot. Obviously, we'll know more, you know, next week. But it'll, uh, we'll, we'll definitely know more on the third when it comes out. So yeah. that's Wednesday, I believe. We'll know a lot more about Pokemon. That's also when the new TCG set releases in the U.S. as well. BTW Wednesday. Wednesday. Sublime oh, would know else? this as well. Uh, and that's the third, right? That's the third. You want to know what also comes out in the third? What? Oh, yeah. Bayonetta. Bayonetta, <laughs> new Smash characters, but that's that's not Pokemon related at all anymore because they're they didn't. I'm really surprised at the lack of DLC for uh, Pokemon characters actually in Smash. Well, they got Mewtwo. They got Mewtwo, but I was I was really expecting something like out of the blue. Five. Yeah, I was I was really that's kind of a lot. Like, yeah, I know. Fire Emblem and them both have a lot. I was really expecting Fire Emblem deserves a lot. Yeah, so. that's true. I was really they expecting. Do. They've got a lot of. I was I was really expecting something like Sceptile. I'm happy that Sceptile's in Pokin, though. Like I was, I'm I'm incredibly happy that Sceptile's in Pokin. But, I mean, we could talk about Pokin for another day. There's a lot of things I'm very excited with Pokin. 
probably wait till it actually comes out to talk about it. Really. Yeah, I definitely want to do that. I'm, I'm Unless really... something big comes up, but I doubt it. Like I said, it comes out on my birthday, and so I'm probably gonna just sit down and like play it. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like Puckle might have a Twitch stream that day or something where we just play it a bunch. And just... that'd be kind of cool. We can just like play with like viewers and people as well. Mm-hmm. Like I think I think that'd be a lot of fun to do a like a Twitch stream or oh, something with that. Getting a call in also there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely... I, I'm I'm gonna talk to Ethan because Ethan and I literally live like two hours away from each other. And I think that'd be a good opportunity for me and Ethan just to get together, play some Pokemon esque games, and it'd be a good time. Definitely be a good time. Oh man! Oh, this Pikachu's drinking tea. Okay, I'm sorry. These Pikachu detective like <laughs> screenshots are just the best thing that ever happened. They're they're literally just the best thing that ever happened. So eating uh, cookies. Oh my god, it's so cute. So question. I think final question to ask about this game. Would you guys buy it if it came to the United States? No. <laughs> Probably Wait. not. Okay. I don't know. I guess it depends on what the gameplay okay. is. Um, uh, also, back to the... What, what are you talking about? Go for it. Um, The red version of the stuff and all that, they come out on February 27th. 27th. So, look at the end of the month, then. I'm saying the end of the month, we are going to get a Pokemon Direct. I I swear we have to get a Pokemon Direct. We should month. be getting a Nintendo Direct fairly soon, I think. I don't know if we're gonna get a po- Nintendo Direct. There, well, the one was the last one. Last... The last one was in November, and the one before well, that, was that was the E3 or the one after the E3 of Direct, I believe. We'll probably still. I think we'll get one probably after Pokemon, if, and if not before, like because after Pokemon, there's not really much else that they have. That's true. I mean, there's not. Like, I, I would really I would hope on the twentieth anniversary. I don't know if we're gonna get a pure Nintendo Direct. I w- I could see a Pokemon Direct. We've had that happen two times in the past. Yeah. Just a dedicated Pokemon Direct. One was when X and Y were announced. Well, and another one was when Red and uh, or uh, when Pokemon Bank was announced. So I I would not be surprised if we saw something like this. I would not be surprised at all. So yeah. let's see. Yeah, it was February 27th. So February 27th is the 20th anniversary. So watch out for that. I I hope that something legitimately awesome happens that day. It is it is a Saturday. So if something I I I hope so. I'm just going to keep saying I hope so. And maybe it'll happen. Maybe they will su- they will surprise me by letting me get a prediction correct. <laughs> or I guess I should go with Puckle Tradition. And say it's not gonna happen, and then it happens like three weeks later. So it, it's it's totally not gonna happen, Nintendo. <laughs> oh man, is there anything else you guys want to say on uh, Pikachu Detective before we move on? I I don't think there really is anything you can like say to explain the facial expressions. There really isn't. You need to see the facial expressions yourself. You gotta see them for yourself. Mm-hmm. I agree. Anything you wanted to add, Sublime, before we... Pikachu can do that. <laughs> Pikachu can do anything. Exactly, like the new um, Super Bowl commercial. Pikachu can do that. Yeah. He, he, you have to have Pikachu. He's at the end of that Super Bowl commercial. You have to that have Pikachu him. is creepy. <laughs> like, all the other Pokemon are, it like, looks... smooth. And he's just, like, furry and, like, dem- like deformed a little bit. Like, the CGI weird. that they use for that, um, I think... I don't want to go too much on that, but the CGI they use for that reminds me very much of the uh, Pokken graphics, you know, where you can see the fur and everything on the Pokemon. Yeah. Which is very well, interesting. Whole, it's a very interesting like, artistic direction. All of the other Pokemon, they were like smooth. 
That's true. Even the Charizard wasn't like how it looked in Pokémon. It was like all like kind of the old 3D cartoon. Then it's peaked with like fur and like a weird head shape. Like, oh, (laughs) it gives me nightmares, man. Oh, no. Okay. So we're going to go to commercial break. We will catch you guys on the flip-flop. Rappel Incorporated is looking for adventurous, brave, and talented individuals to join our team here at our Viridian City location. We here at Repel Incorporated produce the number one product in Pokemon Repellent today. In order to create our high-quality product, we need trainers like you to venture forth into the depths of Viridian Forest and procure vital elements of the Repel formula, including Vespiquen saliva, Beedrill stingers, and Venomoth powder. Required skills of the position include at least three badges and a Pokemon team, preferably at least one fire type. Psychic trainers need not apply. Applicants must also be willing to sign a waiver, stating they do not hold the company responsible for any injury, or fatalities for that matter, received in the line of duty. So come on, and join our exciting team! Pokemon the Episode. And welcome back, our Pokemon of the Episode today is National Dex number 430, Haunchcrow, the big boss Pokemon. If one utters a deep cry, many Murkrow gather quickly. For this, it is called Summoner of Night. Ooh. Ominous. Ominous. No, Big Boss Pokemon. I couldn't believe that the classification was Big Boss Pokemon. Uh, Murkrow, we chose it because there's, like, an incriminating Murkrow... um, (laughs) An incriminating Murkrow screenshot in Detective Pikachu, which is absolutely absurd. So, Honchcrow, I did not pull up Smogon like I should have because I know nothing about Honchcrow. I Um, have done it. What tier is Honchcrow, Shamu? Yu Yu. Yu Yu, not bad. Oh, he has Moxie. Yeah. There's no real. Oh, yeah. He's fairly decent. His only big problem is he's slow. He's got weak defenses. Mm -hmm. But he's got 100 base HP. Um, 125 attack, 105 special. So, he's a good mix attacker. That's not bad at all. If you wanted to run him in OU, you pretty much have to run, like, Paralyzed to queue up support, pretty much. Yeah, you just have to run some but speed. You just have to run some speed. You just better alternatives. Speed control is important. But, yeah, that's not bad. You yeah. could just max out his attack, max out his speed, this, run maybe an adamant nature, and you just go to town with Moxie. That's what they Moxie. recommend here. In, yeah. in OU, you might want to run Jolly, just because speed. But that's like, it's a base 71 speed you're trying to increase. But still, there's stuff in there with, like, scarves and all that. Yeah, well, scarves are going to destroy it anyway. The only but... thing you'd beat is Breloom that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Which is good to beat, because I mean, you have the type advantage. Speed in general, because if you guys think it's true. Web Paralyzed, and... you don't have to, but I'm just saying, like, you have Moxie already. This set here, like, you can run, I think you can Sword Sucker Punch isn't think. a bad bad idea for it either, though. Like Sucker, Sucker Punch, punch is recommended. Great. No. Especially since it's so slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you can kind of read off this uh, set here that they mm-hmm. call Murder Crow. <laughs> it's great. Well, well a it's bunch of crows is called a murder. Punch. Yeah. Yes, which is where Murkrow gets its name from. <laughs> That's true. Um, the like, Brave Bird, Sucker Punch. They have Pursuit or Roost, and then they have Superpower or Pursuit for the mm-hmm. last two moves. Um, they run Life Orb, Moxie, Adamant, Max Attack, Max Speed with four special defense. Oh man! That's, so, it's just pretty much a hard hitter. Like, you, but I would honestly run Sucker Punch Pursuit just to trap stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it were Gen 5, I would run Superpower, but now that, like, Steel doesn't resist Arc, you don't need it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well, it does hit a few things. Like, it, I think it hits, uh, well, that Ferrothorn, which is it's nice, and it hits a few things that are nice to hit. So it's an option if you mm-hmm. want it. Mm-hmm. There might even be a better option. Like, you may be able to even run the thing mixed and just throw Heat Wave on it for why not. I don't know. I don't know. It's not, it's not a bad Pokemon. I don't know what other moves it gets. <laughs> No, it's no. just no. It's just better alternatives. I mean, you could definitely exactly. run Talonflame. You could run like really like honestly, Staraptor would be a closer. Yeah, Staraptor would probably be a good alternative. Um, I think Staraptor is faster too, right? Yeah, I think so. Staraptor is definitely faster. It's got a hundred speed. Okay, yeah, then it's faster. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but Honchkrow's a better mixed attacker. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, let's, he does have a TCG card in rotation from Phantom Forces. Let's, let's go into this real oh, quick. So, Honchkrow, wait, what? Just before that, like, mm-hmm. there's really no, he has no move pool. No, there's his no move pool is pretty bad. This, his move pool is horrible. Oh man. Well, isn't that in part just because it evolves with a stone? <laughs> no, it's, well, if, if you include the pre-evolution moves, it's not that many moves still. Uh, Murkrow's it's, moves. There's that... a lot of support stuff. Mm-hmm. Murkrow's better than Honchkrow, no offense. No, Eviolite Murkrow, it, oh, I mean, oh, that, it that's, it it's banned better. from Little Cup. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, you that get a lot prankster. of, like, support moves. Like, you get, mm-hmm. Yeah, you get If Honchkrow had Prankster, it'd be amazing, like Murkrow, but it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, you get, like, Foul Play, Nasty Plus. Yeah, you get, you get like, a lot. I guess you could do Nasty Plus Special Off, like, attack. But, you get yeah, you much get better much moves from... Especially, really. Yeah, the I main would... problem is it's outclassed. It's not a bad Pokemon, yeah. just mm-hmm. outclassed. Yeah, they're just better well, what options. Ma- what makes it kind of bad is it's move pool, though, too. Like, what, what Honchkrow is meant for, it does not have the really moves to be very versatile. The moves, pool, like, the move, get... the moves and the stats just stat, don't go together. Wrong, but... Yeah. Let me look at... I'm kind of curious now. I want to look at Star After, just to get, like, a... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, while you're doing that, switch over to the oh, TCG yeah, card. So, Honchkrow, Honchkrow is a dark type card right now. He has two attacks. Neither of them are that great. Uh, for, for one dark energy, you can do Hypnoblast, which is 20 damage and puts your opponent to sleep. And you can also use for one dark energy and two colorless, so I guess it's a two turn setup if you have a double colorless energy. You could do Nightmare Mambo, which is 60 plus. And if your active, if your opponent's active Pokemon is asleep, the attack does 60 more damage on top of the 60 that it already does. So I guess that's something. When but, it came out, yeah. it was released in the same set as Malamar EX. Mm-hmm, that's true. Which, whenever you put up energy on Malamar during your turn, mm-hmm. it puts your opponent to sleep. Oh, that's really good, actually, in combo. Yeah, it's a decent combo. I've tried it before. The problem is it's a stage one, and there's, like, better attackers. Mm-hmm. I, like, took it out of my deck after I got better cards. But it's a good filler. Yeah, I guess good. I guess it's one of those things if you're just playing TCG casually, it's a good it's a fun thing to put together and it's effective. I don't I don't think you'd ever see it in a competition setting. And you shouldn't. But <laughs> it's not as bad as it could be. Yeah. When you definitely. think of how bad most TCG cards are. I I think TCG is probably most better most enjoyed in a league setting almost. Because you can just kind of like play with the cards and do whatever you want. Just to play around with it. Like, competition sounds really intense, and there's, like, five deck archetypes you're going to play. And, I, I don't know, it sounds very boring. But that's just me. That's just me. 
that's kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh, but there's like two now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like this deck, or you have to run one of these other decks with a bunch of attacks. Yeah, I, that sounds pretty like, right. Oh, that sounds like, that sounds like TCGs in general. This is like, I do like the fact, though, like the main deck in Yu-Gi-Oh is called Pepe. <laughs> it's like, it's just a, it's like shorthand, but it's just, they call it the Pepe, and it's just like, okay, meme deck. <laughs> I, um, so is there anything else we should look at trivia real quick? The trivia on, on Honchkrow isn't that great, I don't think. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not even, like, really worth talking about. No, it's not. It's actually pretty awful. His name comes from the word honcho. Yep, that sounds right. Like, he's the head <laughs> honcho, the big boss, you know? He sounds, like, Honchkrow, is Hon- if Honchkrow... Was in the anime? It probably was, because I haven't watched the anime. It was. Paul had a honchkrow. That's right. Uh, my sad, probably the saddest thing about that, it probably was not voiced with a Brooklyn accent, which is probably, a, it's devastating. To <laughs> There's me. some guy who's, some guy with honchkrow. Brooklyn accent just, like, <laughs> you know, just like that. You know, like honchkrow. Oh. Um. <laughs> okay, um. so. We have, uh, we have that, but Honchkrow, yeah, a cool Pokemon. If you want to learn more about Pokemon, you can check out PuckoPodcast.com. We have tons of articles about Pokemon for you to learn everything you possibly can about. We have Scrawn, who writes, uh, a bi-weekly or something like that, uh, mythology article, which is really cool to read. You can take, check out Sublime's articles on the VGC, which are very awesome. I think you're still working on some, a new set of articles, correct? That is correct. Yep. Uh, you can check, catch up on your anime and learn if Honchkrow has a Brooklyn accent by reading Mickey, Mickey Panda's uh, anime synopses. You can check out uh, S- Snags and the Fluffiest Whimsicott's articles on, uh, what is it, on random opinions they might have throughout the week. And you may also be able to check out the uh, the news from Viger, and I'm missing one person, Locke, that's who it is. Locke also does a weekly article where he interviews one of the council members, and it's very awesome. I'm very excited. Uh, every single one of those is amazing. I get to learn something new about all of these people that I talk to all the time. I think I said this last week, but it's a very good read. It's very cool if you want to learn more about the people who host the podcast and talk to you every week. So definitely check that out. Um, yeah. So without further to do, I guess, or... <laughs> Further ado, we can kick it on over to the mailbag. So we'll catch you guys right over there. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails! Your mail's here! Check your inbox! It's time for the mailbag! Mail! And onto the mailbag, as always, the mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. And as always, we will be giving out the Green Tauros badge to anybody we deem worthy of uh, the Green Tauros badge, whether it be a good email or something that we've, uh, we've decided we were going to give it to you for. So let's jump right into the mailbag. Last week we asked you guys, what do you think of fairy types? So let's jump right on in. Our first email is from Jestern. Jestern appears to have derped together another email. My favorite part of fairy typing is that point is that it's 
It has a poison-type weakness. As a mono-worst-type user to quote some guy on Showdown, who I destroyed, I'm thrilled that a little Toxicroak is now a gunk-shotting all-star and Venusaur is a much better reason to use its secondary stab. I mean, besides having an abysmal move pool. My least favorite part is that the stupid deer that chills with Primal Groudon all the time. At any rate, I don't much like pink or overly cute things stylistically. I really hate fairy typing as those two points seem to be its defining characteristic. I mean, the dragon immunity is cool, but Thatch already mentioned that last week. Puckleflops ahoy, Jestern. Can I... I want to yeah. say one thing. Mm-hmm. I would say, honestly, the worst monotype is probably Ice. Because you have, like... <laughs> yes. You just, you just get destroyed. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. get wrecked. Like, nothing mm-hmm. really has good defenses. It's like, oh, yeah. Avalog, it still dies to close combat. It, <laughs> like, it, it's, if it's strong it's, enough close combat, it'll die. Close combat, you have fighting type weakness, you have steel type weakness, you have rock type weakness. Ground? Um, I don't remember. Not ground type. Ground, I can't remember that type. But it doesn't yeah, resist it was, anything, except for ice. No. Yeah, it's like, it's just, it's just bad. It's really bad. And it's Wait, really does it resist sad. water? No. no I don't think it does. It only resists ice. That's dumb. Like, ice typing is probably one of the worst typings. It is horrible. Poison, you at least have, like, an immunity kind. Poison, oh, yeah. Poison's really good defensively. Ice is... I would say, yeah. Uh, Shamu! The only... oh, oh, never mind. Oh, yeah. Continue your thought, and then we'll move on to the next email. The thing about Poison, you still get killed by Earthquake, though. <laughs> earthquake. <laughs> That's true. Earthquake just... Oh. That's true. All right, uh... How about you grab this next one from Ryan? Okay. What's up? Satch and assorted co-hosts. I'm writing mostly to answer the mailbag, but also to revive was a better greeting. I actually really like the addition of fairy types and have never had a problem with them being called fairy. My only gripe would have to be the small number of them and the lack of fairy type moves. Sylveon would have to be my favorite fairy design, especially it's shiny. I just wish they released a, a ground evolution alongside of it. An evolution with Earthquake is my wet dream. Back to the topic. Fairy was a much needed balance to the meta, and I'm glad we have it. Ooh, alright. I, I hope that didn't kill anyone's ears. No, I don't think so. I didn't realize it at the time. Alright, so let's do this next one from Antonin. How about you grab this one, Sublime? Got it. Alright. Hello, everyone. I heard one of the mailbaggers talk about Pokemon ROM hacks, and I wanted to say they're very worth it. There's an entire community around them. But I wanted to mention one Pokemon fan-made game that I recently saw on Twitch, and that's Pokemon Revolution. It's a Pokemon MMO that features all of the regions, all of the Pokemon, including Volcanion, and has the same rule set as the real games. You travel through the regions and battle gym leaders just like in the official games, but along the way, you see all the other connected players. I thought it was neat and considered giving it a playthrough. I mean, all the regions, even the fabled Orange Islands? I wish Orange Islands were part of some remake of the next... Or the next game. I really liked the concept from the anime, though I can't imagine surfing everywhere. That'd be a pain. Cough, Hoenn, cough. Um, <laughs> by the way, do any of the Puckalonians stream their gameplay? TCG Online seems like an awesome game to watch if anyone is doing it. Um, just as a side note, and this is me speaking now, um, we're looking at trying that for the TCG Online, so lucky yeah. you. We're working on it. <laughs> Anyways, mailbag. I like the fairy type. Actually, I love it because it brings some freshness to the game. It's unpredictable, and I think it'll spur a new generation of wonderful Pokemon species, from pixies to er, more fairies and so on. 
I actually have a funny story about Pokemon types. When I first started playing Pokemon, I was really into the TCG, even more than the games themselves. Because of that, and the fact that I barely knew English, I assumed the Pokemon TCG types were the only ones. A couple of generations later, I finally realized that Psychic and Ghost were two separate types, and that Poison and Grass did not have identical weaknesses. Indeed, my gameplay improved significantly when I stopped sending out Psychic Pokemon against Ghost Pokemon. I'm really excited to see more fairy-type Pokemon and what type of mythology and folklore from the real world will be pulled in because of that. I'm also curious how artists will use fairy-typing, uh, fairy multi-typing to spice up the next gen. Antonin. Awesome. He ended with a flip-flop spec. He usually does that. I'm really sad. Oh, man. I want a flip-flop spec. <laughs> All right, so our next one is from Red7. Howdy, Thatch and Buckle Crew. This is Red7 reporting on a chilly Wednesday evening. Here's my update for this week. For the past few days, I've been encouraging many of my co-workers to bring their 3DSs to work so that we can have some friendly battles during our lunch break. There are quite a few ace trainers hidden among the horde of mindless corporate zombies, and it brings me joy to know that people my age are still committed to becoming the very best like no one ever was. <laughs> While digging through my closet the other day, I rediscovered my old Pokewalker hidden between... Hidden beneath knickknacks and paddywhacks. wax. I replaced the battery and connected it to my copy of Heart Gold, and I've been racking up watts with my trusty Jolteon and average about 10,000 steps per day. By the way, did anyone else catch that awesome Pokemon Super Bowl commercial? Talk about inspiring. Whether you're a Pokemon fan or not, the commercial conveys a message of motivation and encouragement that cannot that can be applied to all walks of life. In all that you do, push yourself a little further and settle for nothing less than perfection. Stare down the impossible and tell yourself, I can do that. Alright, it's mail time. Fairies are disgusting. There, I said it. Behind the cute and cuddly facade lies a malevolent and sadistic being which reeks of murderous intent. They are dr hmm? Were you going to say something, Shamu? Clefable. Clefable. Uh, I think Clefable. <laughs> they, they are the dragon slayers, the legend killers, the heralds of destruction. Their only weakness lies within the swift justice of tempered steel and silent cunning of deadly poison. Without the strength that these saviors provide, there would be little to stop these horrible creatures from laying west to, waste to the world as we know it. Now, dear listeners, please don't misunderstand. I said that these fairies were disgusting. Disgustingly good? Garchomp who? Salamence what? Get wrecked, High Dragon. Your reign of terror was over before it began. Dragons aren't the only victims of fairy violence. Dark and fighting type Pokemon have one more predator to look out for when their trainers cast them from their balls. I can imagine Game Freak sitting in their offices and discussing Pokemon X and Y before production. What's that? Trainers are dominating battles with dragons and fighting types? Let's change, ta change that. Oh, and screw dark types, too. For real. <laughs> Not nice. I must admit I could br couldn't bring myself to use a fairy type in X and Y. I'm afraid of change. But when I played through Omega Ruby... I found the joy of commanding these magnificent creatures after catching a Jigglypuff. I raised this little cutie, shoved a moonstone in its face, and dragged it into the Elite Four. It was here that I found that Sydney and Drake couldn't lay a finger on me. After kicking their butts, I opened my wallet and took all their Poke Dollars in victory. Thanks to my Wiggly comrade, I found a new confidence in battling. Wigglytuff is by far my favorite fairy, followed closely by Clefable and Whimsicott. Sorry, Fluffiest. Before I go, I just wanted to say, come on, Thatch, I was counting on you to guess the answer to my poem last week. It originated from your beloved Gen 4. The Sinnoh region, on Route 210. There are four Psyduck that block your path. 
They suffer from excruciating headaches and cannot be cured by standard means. Soon after, you encounter Cynthia, who gives you the secret potion. You then administer the remedy to the Psyduck and relieve them from their agony. Well, it's getting late, so here is where I leave you. Later days, Red 7. That was good, though. That was a good that was a good mailbag. Um, oh. This next one. You want this next one from Bo Scraw or Shamu? I'll take it. Go for it. Oh, no, Sophist. It's me again. Back to regale you with another whimsical tale of my epic life. By that I mean I make a, I mean make a bunch of stuff up and then pretend I'm actually a cool person. So how about that Super Bowl commercial, huh? Pretty nifty. Fun fact about me, touching football movies are some of my favorite films of all time. They're super patriotic, and I always feel all the feels by the end of them. So in the part where all the footballers hit the wall with <laughs> I just imagine a bunch of footballers just running into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> All the footballers hit the wall at where the quote, like, no one ever was, was. I had goosebumps like crazy. I think Cleary was right last email when he said that Pokemon was moving away from the phrase, got him, catch them all, into train on. I feel this because the slang in the prior phrase is dated, as their most 90s trends at this point. Now that Pokemon is 20, and they have established a very solid franchise that has no end in sight, I feel that they are going for a much for a more mature pitch that appeals to older fans as well as younger ones. This is made seen in their commercial by the age ranges of people affected by the f- feeling, I can do that. All in all, I love the ad, and I can't wait to watch with my friends and family during the game to see how they react to the maturing of my favorite franchise. Trans- transition to mailbag answer, I choose you. Damn fairies, though. At first, I'll admit it. I was a hater. I didn't like the name fairy type, and I didn't like that so many pokes were getting retyped. Now that I've experienced it, I realized that fairy makes Pokemon probably 50% less broken, and gives new advantages of some Pokemon that didn't see much use before. Azumarill being the huge one that comes to mind, but to me, some of the retyping are uncalled for, and in some cases, completely unnecessary. And the resistance to fighting completely changed how you have to approach a certain Pokemon like Clefable now. Pokes like Wigglytuff and Gardevoir, I completely understand the new typing, and it gives them each more viability in the meta. But Gramble? Why does that need to be fairy? I understand that Snubble is adorable in pink, but is that the only requirement for fairy typing? So why isn't Chansey a fairy? For the record, I'm glad it's not, because it would be Wait, terrifying. Oh my gosh, also, it'd, why be like a worst, it'd be like a worse Clefable. Oh, it'd be horrible. Mm-hmm. That would be like, it'd be Ubers. It'd be, mm-hmm. it'd be Ubers. <laughs> and even then, it might even be an AG. Like, yeah, right? It's just, you have that much special defense with an Eviolite? Mm-hmm. Like, oh You need God. to have a normal type, so they're not good. Yeah. Even the Bullet Puncher would still destroy it, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's scary. Also, why have a Zoomerill be normal fair? Why not just switch it to full fairy? That way it's not having the water typing at least makes some sense. But my, big, my biggest beef is Mr. Mime. Seriously? As the dude was not already creepy enough. Now he has fairy classification? Mr. Mime be fluttering in a children's room late at night and leaving them quarters for their teeth. Just let that sink in. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I thought it was Zerm for some reason. I, mm. I can't read. All in all, I've come to accept fairies. Except the spell's wrong. Mm-hmm. But just like, <laughs> just about everything in Pokemon, I have some things I wish that were a little bit better. Be- I-, I wish that were just a little better. 
well, I'm off to find the elusive bird type Pokemon. <laughs> I've heard rumors he's off the coast of Cinnabar. Smell you later, both of us. Oh man, awesome. You know why Gramble's a fairy type? No, please. Because explain. its classification is the fairy Pokemon. That's so dumb. <laughs> how is a dog a fairy? Like, how how would you? I think. Oh, dog? it's actually. I looked into this once. Actually, it was. Uh, it's actually because he's based on some dog that is a fairy. <laughs> like no joke. Um, <laughs> Sublime, you want this next one from uh, the DDG Mani- Dennis the DDG Maniac. Sure. Alright, hi Thatch and randomly encountered hosts. It is I, Dennis the DDG Maniac, here for another mailbag. Well, let's start by saying that even though Fairy-type had a great impact on the metagame and made Poison-type Pokemon see more of the light and hope that they needed, even though some of them were still pretty much viable... I hate fairy Pokemon with the exception of three fairies that I adore, which are Gardevoir, Whimsicott, and Mawile. My hate is not personal because two of my three favorite types are weak to it. Well, it may have to do a bit with that, but it comes, um, one, they could name, they could have named it something else, like, I don't know, Magic or Light or something else. Anyway, just to mention, I found it funny that Sublime Manic said at the end of my last mailbag, that was dark. Since I was listening to the podcast while reading some horror mangas. On that note, even though I'm not the best at writing stuff in English since it is not my first language, I'm actually re- really good at writing dark stories and was planning to make some for this year's Halloween and send one to you guys. To end this rant, Jushiro is from Puerto Rico? Like, wow. You know, I'll leave my phone number so that you guys would give it to Jushiro Senpai so that we can coordinate a day and time to meet up, which most likely I'll be flip-flopping like a fanboy, ha ha ha, which is in Spanish, yeah. but I know that that's in Spanish because I speak Spanish. Well, I'll fade to the shadows and train with the Darmanitan to achieve a perfect Zen mode. Also, uh, <laughs> also, Jushiro doesn't live in Puerto Rico. No, he's from Puerto Rico, but he does not currently live there. He does not currently live there, no. He's much, much so farther sorry. away. So, unfortunately, unless you come to Pucklecon, you will not Can meet say... him. Oh, yeah, go Shamu. I want to say... I'm a little upset. I'm a little, like, there's no fairy tale reference here. Like, not everyone watches anime, but, like, it's fairy... Mm-hmm. Type. I want a fairy tale reference. Come on, come on. <laughs> We're come not on. done yet. It's not over yet. Okay. You never know. But okay. So our our next one is from. Uh, let me see. Mega Man. Dear Thadge and assorted co-host, Mega Man here for another Pucklicious mailbag. It's been a while because, in short, school. Just in general, being in geometry in eighth grade is tough and demanding. But back to Pokemon. Ah, the good days when my schedule was get up, play Pokemon, and go to bed. Anyway, on to the mailbag, or mailbags. Uh, oh, he's going to answer a lot of them, but he does it quickly, so it's okay. Uh, one, I think gyms and teams would be great addition to Pokemon Go, but I guess I wish to know a little bit more of what the gameplay would actually be like. Two, I believe Pokemon is an eSport. Three, I don't think I'll be getting Super Mystery Dungeon, but it sounds like it's fun except for that tutorial. That's true. Oh, that's uh, true. Four, I've started multiple Nuzlocks on Leaf Green, but I've failed to finish them. But a Wonderlock sounds super fun. Number five, for the 20th anniversary, I'm most exciting for the Pokemon Super Bowl ad. Just kidding, I'm actually ready for the publicity and merchandise. Can't wait. Number six, Fairy-type was purely made to combat Hydreigon and Terrakion because 5th uh, Gen was very broken, but I like the Fairy-type and love the Fairy-type gym in X and Y. And I guess he's talking about the movies because we did the movie podcast this week. Uh, this past week. Pokemon, the first movie, probably had the deepest plot of the one with a few movies, up with uh, the Pokemon uh, Movie 2000, Destiny of Deoxys, uh, blah, blah, blah. 
A few, that was a lot. Now for Buckle News. Yeah, that bingo card is coming. I just need to check out the gallery. Flip-flops for alligator thatch thatch is trash. Blah, blah, blah. The articles are always improving, and I love this poison slash steel analysis in the last episode. Uh, Pokemon question of the week. If there was a huge battle royale where all Pokemon could be on teams based on their type, so all the poison type teams on one and all the water on one, and the dual types teams would be based on the first type, so like Rayquaza, Dragon Flying would be on the Dragon Team, and there would only be one Pokemon of... On each team, they could switch between forms at will unless there is something specific. Which type would win based on type advantages, intelligence, real-time strategy, and the specific Pokemon, and their different forms, and their moves on the teams? I would really like it if you... Yeah, probably water. There's just numbers. Numbers, Number-wise. I would like it if you gave an educated guess. And you can't say psychic because Mewtwo... No, we can say water because all of the water Pokemon. All the water. Like, all the water legendaries, all the water. It only has two weaknesses, too. And it has, like, dual typings that cover both of them. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. Then you gotta think about, like... There's a bunch of dragon legendaries. Hmm? Well, I don't know how many there are. Yeah, yeah, but water water will be fine. You can't even say, like... there's just stuff here you can't really, like, intelligence, that doesn't really... Yeah, I mean, I, if we were going to make an educated guess, I'd say water very quickly for a mailbag answer. I. Yep. And, yeah. The, yeah, the number is large. You've got a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, off-topic question of the week. Which looks the best? Suicide Squad, Batman vs. Superman, Deadpool, or Civil War? Um, going to see Deadpool for Valentine's Day, but I can't wait for yeah. Suicide Squad. I mean, I want to see all of them, so I don't know if any of them look better than the others. Well, I, I can't. More, I'm most hyped for Deadpool. I well, Deadpool's coming out very soon. I'm excited for Deadpool, but I'd also yeah. like to see. Uh, I'd like to see Avengers two and a half or Civil War, and because I'm pretty sure yeah. everybody's in Civil War except for literally the Hulk and Thor. I think who so. are in the next Thor movie anyway. Yeah, they should have just called it Captain America versus Iron Man the way they're doing Batman versus Superman. No, I don't think that would have been as good because I, I don't think no. I don't think they're going to be fighting each Civil other the War whole time. Actual, I think Civil War is actually like what the arc is called. Yeah, or whatever it's called. I think it's called like Civil War. So that's why they called it Captain America it's Civil weird. War because I, in the comics that's what it's referred to as. Mm-hmm. I believe I'm not sure. It's not, it doesn't follow the comics very well though. But this is not a comics. No, podcast, no I'm just so. saying like that's what they. <laughs> That's what they refer to, that kind of, like, arkish, whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, thanks and sorry for the long email. Mega Man, out. All right, so our next one, Shamu, you get to read from Minor Manetric. Dear Poco Padres, Minor Manetric here for another edition to the mailbag, or of the mailbag. I unfortunately haven't made much progress in the old episodes as of the last two weeks and don't have any obscure references to resurface again, so I will have to keep the mailbag short. Old mailbag questions. The first time I convinced my wife to play Pokemon, she nearly treated it as a Nuzlocke. She got more than the first Pokemon in a row, but she never let her Pokemon faint, and she nicknamed all of them. This is well before either of us heard of a Nuzlocke. Pokemon 20th Anniversary stuff. Just released a new game. Hoenn was my second favorite region, but I'm ready to go back to... Or anywhere else at this point. Current mailbag. I didn't experience any of the fifth gen meta, so I had no idea that there needed to be a new typing to balance it out. I am glad it was introduced, though. It is always nice to see Game Freak slash Pokemon find ways to keep the games from getting too stale and attempting to change things up with Mega's typings and new abilities. Question for the co-host and Satch. With Nationals being moved to Columbus, Ohio this year, 
it is a very good chance I will be able to go. As some of you have gone prior, could you guys highlight some of the more exciting things that go on over the course of that weekend? Um, I'm the only one here that's actually gone, I think, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah, so uh, it's actually really fun, first of all. Um, I would say, first of all, to everybody who is planning on going to Nationals and is a Puckle listener and wants to meet up, let me know. Send me an email, tweet at me, like I said at the beginning of the show, uh, or send us a Facebook message, anything. Uh, let us know. I'm trying to get a head count on how many people are like planning on going, because last year we only had eight, and right now I have a list going of all of the people just from like the writing staff and the, and the council that I've been talking to and other Puckalonians that I know. And right now, I've already got a list that is larger than last year's. So, <laughs> um, so I would like to definitely be able to meet yeah. you guys, and I would love to talk to you guys. I also, like I said, am from Columbus, Ohio. I am currently residing here, so there's going to be some sort of party, probably, that we're going to have. But first of all, there's a bunch of side tournaments. If you're not going to compete, you don't even need to do that. You can literally just go hang out at the convention center, and you can just get some battles on. Like... Yeah, that's probably the best thing about it. I, I literally, literally, I am thinking of competing for one reason, and that's to get this really cool play mat. And that's oh, it. Oh, it's the Greninja Break? Uh, I don't know if it'll be that one. There's a new one, like, every year. Oh, it's, there's a new one? Yeah, there's a new one. I mean, it'll probably be more relative to whatever set's that's... coming out then. And whatever the newest set is. Because, oh, yeah. like, the Greninja Break one's coming out for, uh, I think, what's the next one called? Breakpoint? Right? Breakpoint. Yeah. Wednesday. So, not, not Rage of the Broken Skies. We don't get fun names. We don't get fun names. Sad day. Uh, we've we've made this evident on the TCG podcast Multiple and so, times. <laughs> more than once, and so uh, we don't we don't get fun names like that. But they'll they'll probably be based on that one. You know, probably the next set that comes out, they'll probably have a, a TCG mat for it. And I I honestly want one of those TCG mats. Gron got it last year. He didn't compete in the VGC, but they did a side tournament where you got one. And so I'm thinking of either doing that this year or just signing up for the VGC tournament because if you sign up the day before last year you signed up on the Thursday night before 7.30 or something like that you got uh, a, T- a TCG playmat for free so cool. I'm going to be here on Thursday unfortunately I'm going to be in Columbus, Ohio the day before Nationals, who would have thought and so I could sign up and just get one for free so I'm thinking about doing that um so, I mean, it's a really good weekend. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it's just a lot of fun, first of all. Just, I enjoy meeting people that I know from Puckle, or people that listen to Puckle or are part of the community. It is literally one of my favorite things. I met uh, C not too long ago. He he works in Columbus, Ohio. I think he's actually on his way out of Columbus, Ohio, sadly. Um, and he's, uh, but I met him. I had such a good time meeting him, and it was really, really great. And I, I honestly had a good time meeting everybody for the first time at PuckleCon. That was one of my favorite things. It's it's definitely one of my favorite things to meet you guys. So um, I would say if you want to find out things to do, um, you could just hang out with us and we'll come up with plans and stuff like that. We'll probably hold some like of our own like Puckle mini mini tournaments like and stuff that weekend, which would be really cool. Maybe we get some like cheap prizes to hand out or something at the same time. I don't know. It's something to think about. We haven't we haven't nailed down the itinerary yet because I'm still waiting to get numbers. But I think it would be it would definitely be a good time just to like get together, hang out, and you just get to meet some Pokemon fans. Yeah. I, I've said this so many times on the podcast, I need to really stop harping yeah. on that. <laughs> Alright. Is that All right. is that and it? just the he just closed it was looking as far as I can yeah. Looking forward to PokeCon twenty 
2016. Minor Manetric. I think we all are looking forward to PokeCon 2016. Oh, I am. I'm... My favorite thing was Pokemon Crossroads. We know the guy. Uh, he was on the show a little over a year ago. His name's Mikey. He uh, he like runs the Twitter and like does a lot of articles on PokemonCrossroads.com. And I didn't actually, I wasn't like keeping up to date with the tweets. And then I just get this tweet where he tweets at me, can't wait to stay at Thatch's house during nationals this year. And I'm just like, I don't understand what he, I don't live in Indianapolis. <laughs> and then I looked, I'm like, oh God, it's in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> Uh, uh, Sublime, you get this next one from uh, Starlord. Yes. Good afternoon, Thatch and whoever he has. My name is Sam, but you might have heard of me by another name. Starlord. No? Oh, well. I've been a listener for about two months now, and I've deliberated time and again about whether or not to send in an email and thrust myself into this wonderful community. After listening to last week's episode, I decided it was finally time. Was it because of your witty banter about Fairy-type and the many changes it brought to our beloved game? No. Was it because I had something insightful to share on the topic? No. I am breaking my silence for one reason, and one reason alone. Thatch, while I support your love of Feraligator, my third favorite starter, and Gen 4, my favorite generation, I will not sit by and let the Clever Postscript reference made by Basket go unrecognized and unappreciated. No, I don't know the average airspeed velocity of an unladen English Talo, but I have to assume it's not enough to carry a coconut or even an execute. That's from one of my favorite movies ever. Okay, okay. And no thatch. It has nothing to do with Game of Thrones. I would like to point out that this is not the first time I've been grilled about this this week. Uh, <laughs> I, I was made aware that this is a Monty Python reference. I, I have seen the movie. Let me, let me gain that. Let me, let me claim that. But I have not, um, I have not to the extent that some people with the cult following that that particular Ponty, Monty Python movie has, the uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, I have not memorized the movie like the cult following has. Uh, I know the coconut thing and the and the swallow, though, so. <laughs> well, now we know. Yeah. Okay. I, I will berate you no further, as I have to assume you have already had to answer to many other angry Pelcolonians this week. That's 100 oh, Literally so Monday morning, I wake up to a Facebook message, and Locke has messaged me on Facebook. And he's like, how do you not know Monty Python of the Holy Grail? And I'm just like, I'm so sorry. But anyway, keep going. As for the mailbag, Azumarill is my favorite fairy type, as I liked it even before Gen 6, and now it's even better. As for the changes fairy type brought, I'm so glad that I don't always have to run a dragon now because honestly, I don't really like any of them all that much. I only wish that it didn't come at the cost of my Tyranitar getting another weakness. He's one of my favorite pokes and has too many weaknesses. True. Anyway, this has gone on far too long, but I have a few more words I'd just share. Thatch and co-hosts, I love all that you do, and I'm very excited to get internet at my new apartment next week so that I may become more involved in the community you have worked so hard to build. I have searched far and wide for a community of people like me that just want to enjoy Pokemon without rages and clickiness. Looking forward to getting more involved and for weather that makes flip-flops an acceptable option. Star-Lord out. It was like 50 degrees today. I wore flip-flops. It was great. <laughs> Alright, so I get this next one from uh, Ten Little Men. Salutations, Thatch and lovely co-host. Ten little men writing in once again to talk about this week's mailbag. But first, I would like to congratulate and thank Ethan and his co-host for the first episode of the Puckle Movie Club. I love the first episode and I'm eager, eagerly awaiting next month's episode, as the second movie was always my favorite when I was a kid. I love the first movie and I, I agree it is crushing how Mewtwo's origin is cut from it as I feel drastically improves the quality of the film. 
but it isn't exactly child-friendly either. As a side note, my favorite Pokemon movie now is hands down the third one, so I look forward to seeing how others feel about it eventually. With the notable distractions out of the way, I guess I can finally get to the mailbag. I really like the addition of the fairy type for both helping to check dragon types, which was very necessary in retrospect, and more importantly, it increased the offensive presence of poison and steel types. As Magneton and Scissor are easily my two favorite Pokemon, so anything that makes them better is good change in my opinion. As far as the fairies themselves are concerned, I love all of the new fairy designs, design-wise, except for the fact that Florges isn't a grass type. I mean, seriously, why? Of all the new fairies, my personal favorite is probably Klefki, and I, as I love its design, but for fairies as a whole, it would either have to be Gardevoir or Mawile. Uh, I like Gardevoir a bit more as a Pokemon, but I like Mawile more as a fairy. All in all, I think that the fairy type was a solid addition to the game, with more benefits than negatives. So with nothing more to say, 20 magical flip-flops from 10 Little Men. That's pretty good. Oh. Uh, so, Shamu, you get this Klefki, last one. Like, the hmm? only thing... Oh, yeah. Oh, keep going. The only thing about Klefki, like... It's not... It's like Nintendo's fault, because they had to put censorship in. <laughs> but you can't name it Boo Boo He. Okay. He's like a Spongebob reference. Because you put Boo Boo, it... Because there's not enough space to, like, space them all out. It's mm-hmm. Boo, and so it's like... It censors it, and it's like... Uh... You could change the spelling. I, yeah. I did myself. I just did UU instead of OO, but it's like, it's like, yeah. it's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> it's, All right. it's a little... Yeah. yeah. Okay. You get this last Got one this... from Arkham Shiftry, Dr. Shambu. Alright. Hi, Pickle Peeps. Arkham Shiftry here. Another of many mailbags. I want to start by saying I missed my loser bracket UUTC match, and I feel like a complete Dunsparce. Before we get to the mailbag, I wanted to share my most amazing Pokemon moment with you guys. So last week I went on a Twitch stream and the streamer was doing Auras OU battle and picking people from the chat. I thought to myself, what the heck, I'll throw my name in. As the streamer went through the names, I hear the words, survey says, hmm, Arkham Shiftry, and game name Nightwing. My heart stopped. Could this really be happening? Did he just pick me? Oh, and by him I mean the one and only Shady Penguin. I got the battle request, and I swear time stopped. Dialga himself couldn't make time come back in that moment. I'll leave the battle code, and he insert the battle code. But I got my booty handed to me, which made me get back into the into the meta full throttle, so I can be the very best. Now onto the mailbag. Fairy types for me are hit or miss. We have Gardevoir, Gramble, Klefki, Clefable, all great and justified fairies. But then we have Mr. Mime and Dedene. Just like, like just why? Am I only... Am I the only one who thinks that was stupid? And where's my hidden power fairy? And why aren't Jirachi and Clefable... Clef- er, oh my god. Celebi fairy type. Anyway, my rant is over and I have... Mixed emotions with fairy, but hopefully Pokemon will change it later so you guys... Er, you guys have a good day and week. Floppity flip, it's a critical hit. Arkham Shiftry. Awesome. Alright, so um, I... Oh yeah, keep going, Shamu. Jirachi and Celebi, they already had dual types. Mm-hmm, that's true. They are. They, they need the types, types already, they have. Not fairies. They really do. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's true. Um, uh, hidden power fairy. I think it, it would have been super hard to implement. It, it would change a disaster. It would have changed everybody else's yeah. hidden powers. It would have been just chaos. Mm-hmm. It would have been pretty awful. Uh, the Dene new Pikachu. Yep. Two, give it the new type. There we go. Six mm-hmm. gen. Mister Mime. We don't know. He's creepy. Yep. Done. Okay. Answered all. Alright, so mailbag badge for anybody you think. Um, I think the people that can earn it now are probably Arkham Shiftry, uh, Minor Manatrix, Star Lord. I think those are the three. So, I, I mean, do you believe any of them should earn it? That's my question. 
any of those three blow you away? Mm. Not really, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, I think. Unless Sublime thinks somebody blew him Nothing away. Nothing was stellar, really. Um, I was going to give it to Dennis DDG, but I suppose he has not it already. For it. Well, then that was my vote. All right, so nobody gets it this week. Try again next week, guys. We're sorry. Just try to blow us. We got to like up the value of the green Tauros, you know. And so next week, though, you can participate for the race for the green Tauros badge, or just send us an email because we uh, we enjoy listening to you guys. This is probably one of my favorite parts of doing Puckle is. Every day I always check the email, and I read through your emails. So if, if you send an email, I, I do read it. I 100% promise I read it. So um, let's see. So next week, our mailbag question will be, what do you think of Pikachu Detective? We'll obviously know more about it by then, so you guys can definitely comment in and tell us anything new that you've learned as well. But what do you think of Pikachu Detective? Will you buy it? Or, or Detective Pikachu, I guess it's called. And... Uh, would you buy it? What do you think of it? Do you think it's just going to be uh, one of those si- spin-off games that goes into the corner of unmentionables? And not the good unmentionables, like nobody talks about Pokemon Conquest anymore for some reason, but like, like hey, you Pikachu unmentionables. Um, so yeah, let us know, pucklepodcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, this week, uh, we're going to have a lot of things going on. Uh, I will say that next, this week you can check out PucklePodcast.com. Again, read all of the awesome articles that are put there. Also, next Monday, uh, February 8th, is our monthly chatbox meetup. So if you've been wanting to come to those chatbox meetups, this is the time to do it. I know a lot of you guys miss the chatbox meetups because you don't know what day it is. It is the second Monday of every month. Second Monday this month, February 8th. Be there, 7 p.m. Eastern. Thatch will be there. I have some Jirachi right now. And a bunch of 6IV dittos. I'm hopefully going to have, I think, let me take a look what I was going to do next. Um, I seem to have moved them. Oh, here they are. I think because we're doing, we're getting a lot of my, uh, mythical Pokemon distributions, um, we were donated these awesome distribution cartridges for other Pokemon. I think we're going to do, because we have a Meloetta distrib- distribution cart, but we will wait because you'll get one at the end of the year. That was my original plan. Um, I think we may do one of the legendary distributions, whether it be the uh, shiny um, Raikou, Suicune, or Entei. We'll probably do just one of them right now, uh, either Raikou, Entei, or Suicune. So check out for that, guys. Um, if you if you missed out on like event exclusive shiny, uh, they also got like weird moves too. I think the Raikou got like Aura Sphere. Oh, the, um, and Weather Ball. The Ra- hmm? Raikou had like Aura Sphere. The Entei had yeah, that's. That's correct. Um, the Entei yeah. had Extreme Speed, Sacred Fire. Um, I'm like, I'll look them up real quick. I know yeah. there, so that's, that's I, I'm hoping to have um, one of those ready. Tailwind. I'm hoping to have a few of those ready for you guys this week as well. So check that okay. out. If um, you missed that, if you haven't been around since like 2010, this is a good time to get some of those Pokemon that you weren't able to get before. I found the Suicune. Okay, what's the Suicune? I can just list off the... Yeah, list off the Speaking moves. Speaking of Sheer Cold, Air Slash, Extreme Speed, and Aqua Ring. It comes okay. with a row up berry. Okay. Berry, but I don't know if that'll work with how the event works. Yeah, you won't get you won't um, get the items. And they are um, it is a relaxed nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. these Pokemon are stuck with their natures, unfortunately. Which sucks. Yeah, it does suck. These these were all like does, the same nature. Um, the only one that really really sucks for the uh, Raikou, kind of. But, um, uh, yeah, because I think he's rash, isn't he? Adamant, with Flare Blitz, Howl, oh, Extreme Speed, and Crush Claw. That's not rash. bad for an Entei, yeah. actually, That's a good though. nature for it, so... Entei is good, yeah. Raikou with rash nature. Yeah. That... And that was Standard the only way you could run Aura Sphere. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's pretty awful. 
But yeah, you guys can check. Uh, hopefully, I'll have one of those ready. So if you want to come to the Puckle chat box on the 8th, if not, I will have them ready for March. I promise I will have them ready for March. So uh, chat box meet up on February 8th. We're thinking I'm talking to Mr. Maximus because Mr. Maximus is going to start taking over like these event things. So hopefully we will be able to do a second Puckle chat box meet up every month, which would be very exciting as well. Because last last time we had a lot of people show up. It was really cool. We had like I think about twenty twenty five people show up, and it was a uh, it was a really good time. Yeah, so, it'd be nice if we could do it on like a different day. Yeah, no, I think I think cause... I think if we do a second one, it wouldn't be on a Monday. It would be on another day of the month. We could do like a Wednesday like or Thursday, Thursday or something. Thursday or Friday would be great, oh, I, honestly. I could I could actually make those. <laughs> okay, well then we'll talk then. <laughs> uh, we'll 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 get things yeah. set up. Uh, we'll let you guys know next as soon as we know. We'll let you know if we're going to do another chat box meetup thing like that. Yeah. And yeah. Um, also, if you haven't already, please follow us on social media. You can follow us at Twitter at Puckle Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook or like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Puckle Podcast. You can subscribe to our subreddit, r slash Puckle. You can also follow us on Tumblr, which is pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. And on top of that, let's see, am I missing anything else? Um, uh, no, I think that's it. If you haven't already, though, please review us on iTunes. That is very helpful for us. Um, it helps a lot of people find us and we have 186 of them right now. And it'd be great if we get more because they help people, they help people find us. My, my year of the end goal is to have about 250 reviews on iTunes. So if you guys could step up and do that, if you haven't already, uh, it would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Also, finally, if you have a little extra change jingling in your pocket and you'd be looking to help Puckle out in a monetary way, you can, uh, be a patron for us on Patreon, uh, Patreon is a way is a monthly subscription service. We have some really cool rewards if you do it, and so check that out, which is Patreon p a t r e o n dot com slash puckle podcast. It's uh it's kind of like subscribing to like Netflix or Hulu or something like that, essentially. And uh, it, it you don't have to do it. Puckle will always be free, but there are some pretty cool rewards. Um, and if you also don't want to subscribe to something monthly and you want some cool merch out of it, you can check out our Etsy store. I keep meaning to put up these cool coasters we made up with some Puckle product logos. So please uh, do that. We have some t-shirts up there right now, and hopefully by the end of the month there will be a new green Toro shirt up. So check that out. Uh, that's etsy.com slash Puckle Podcast, or slash shop slash Puckle Podcast, I believe. If not, you can always find all of these links at pucklepodcast.com. I think I've hit all of the social media <laughs> that I'm supposed to. So I guess here in the Lavender Town Radio ta- Tower, I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Shimu. And I'm Sublime in it. And it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.